welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks the answer to the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is in our own lives and the world in general. My name is Daryl, and I'm here with my daughter, <laughs> Eleanor, and we usually don't call her that. What do we call you? Rue. Rue. Don't ask why. We don't know. It's just, I know. <laughs> oh, you know why? Because my aunt used to call me Ella Rue, and when I got older, it turned into Rue. Oh, that makes sense <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> it's not like you're a kangaroo or anything like that? No. No? Okay. Rooster. <laughs> or a rooster. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for you today. And <laughs> we hope you enjoyed the podcast. Grace and peace. Just kidding. So what do you want to talk about today, Rue? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a good thing. I don't know either. <laughs> but did you have a good weekend? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Uh, so, uh, Sunday, which was yesterday, mm-hmm. I went to my best friend's, one of my friends, one of my best friend's birthday party at Sky Zone. Sky Zone? What is that? It's a trampoline park. Trampoline park? So it's like a park that's filled with trampolines? <laughs> so it's a place where you go into a zone, and the zone, like, it's like an area where there's trampolines. Okay. And there's different trampoline areas, like an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. There's trampoline uh, uh, basketball hoops. Um, there's trampolines, like you trampoline and then go into a ball pit. There's like free zone trampolines, which is just like a bunch of trampolines in an area. And then there's like a dodgeball and a bunch of fun stuff. like. That. Oh, that's cool. Sounds like fun. Oh, and the warped wall. A warped wall? Is that like a wall that's warped? Well, the wall, you try to run up, reach the top, and then you slide down a pole. Oh, okay. That's like on that show, Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Ninja Warrior Junior. I've seen a bunch of kids do that on Ninja Warrior Junior. Oh, wow. Are you going to try out for Ninja Warrior Junior? No. The only thing I can do close to that is like a spider wall. Spider wall. Spider wall. Okay. I, I climb up the walls in the hallway. <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't have that at the Sky Zone, the spider wall? No. No? But that's okay. the only thing I can do close mm-hmm. to Ninja Warrior. All right. And what did we do before we went to the party? Church. Yeah, church. <laughs> and what do we... What? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you signaling me no? <laughs> I don't know. Can I ask you anything that you don't know the answers to? How do you know if I don't know the answers to if you're not going to Because I know what you know before you know it. Because <laughs> you know it. That makes so sense. So yeah. much what, sense. what do we do at church in general? What, 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 do, what is church for? Learning about God. Yeah. We, we learn about him and what else do we do there? Uh, praise him. Yes. <laughs> We praise him, we worship him, we learn about him. So learning about him through the through the sermon that pastor preaches is actually part of worship. So we're worshiping him by learning and being uh, encouraged and, and the word of God is preached and it changes our hearts and encourages us to go out and so that we can do work of ministry and we can also share the gospel with others, right? 
And the gospel is the power of salvation. So we're, we're saved by, who, who, who saved us? Jesus. Jesus. And who is Jesus? Jesus. Yes, who, who, who is Jesus? God. Yes, he's, Jesus is also God. He's the second person of the Trinity, mm-hmm. right? So we, we have a, a triune God, right? That's what, who Christians worship is the triune God. Who, is, who are the three persons that make up the, the one God? God. Jesus yeah. and the Holy Spirit. Right. So the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. So those three, they're three persons that make up one being of God. And what do we call that again? Trinity. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the Trinity. Excellent. Trinity. The Trinity. So we, we that's what we what we we call the triune God is the, the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Because it's like the tri unity. Three persons, one God. And that's who we worship. So we, we worship one God. Awesome. Awesome. So I'll ask you the question you don't want me to ask you. Let's see if you remember. No. What did Pastor preach about? Uh, I know the... Uh, <laughs> uh, was it like work? Yeah. And... What, what, let me ask you this one. Faith. Yes. Yes. Faith. And that, that's what saves, right? We're saved by faith. Mm-hmm. And how that's in relation to works is our faith, true saving faith, produces works. And that's he's in the book of James, which talks about faith without works is dead. So if we, if we just say, oh, yeah, I believe, but there's no works that flow from that, then is that truly a faith that, that can save? And that's what that, that passage is talking about. But if our faith produces works, then people can see that when we profess faith, that we actually have, to their eye, a saving faith. But what truly justifies us, apart from works, is faith alone. That justifies us before God as, as credited righteousness. Yes. <laughs> so, what? <laughs> what? What kind of works does your, your faith produce? I know, this is a tricky question. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Could we... Uh... Well, Jesus says we are to love our neighbor as ourselves, mm-hmm. right? So that would be something that our faith can produce in us to, to love. We, we will never do it perfectly, but we can, you know, help take care of those who are less fortunate than us, who don't have, you know, food. We can start, we can feed hungry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can provide uh, clothing for people who need it, like... Mm-hmm. You know, either buy new clothes for them or donate old clothes. So that's things that our faith can produce, especially if somebody comes to us. That's what also in the book of James, he's, he describes that somebody comes to you and says, you know, I need this or that. You know, if a brother or sister comes to you and you can, uh, and if you have it to give, you should give it to them. You shouldn't just say, yes, I'll pray for you and, and send them on their way. So if we have things to give and resources, then, then we should do that. 
because if we don't have it or if we do have it and don't give it but say we have faith then that's where what james is really talking about there uh excellent so is it important that we tell people about jesus do you think mm-hmm. Why is it why is it important that we tell people about Jesus? Because if we don't tell them about Jesus, then then they'll never know about him and then they'll go to hell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but but here here's the tricky thing, right? Because some people will say, Well, if that's not fair then if they never hear about Jesus, that God would just send them to hell because they mm-hmm. don't hear about Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that's not really why God sends would send somebody to hell. The reason why would be because they're sinners, right? Because we're all sinners, mm-hmm. right? So, so everyone that dies apart from Christ is and goes to hell. It's it's because they are sinners, who, who, who basically are rebelling against God. So they, it, God ha, is what's called justice, is poured out on them, but He also gives grace, and that's when we believe in Jesus. His grace through faith works in us to to save us because we trust in the Son. We believe in what He did because He lived a perfect life. Then He died the death sinners deserve. And then He was buried for three days. Then He rose and now He's ascended into heaven and He's seated at the right hand of the Father. And now he, every man is called to repent. A man and woman is called to turn from their sin, turn from their thinking, turn from their rejection of God, and turn to Jesus and trust in Him for salvation. And that's what we tell people, right? We want to tell our friends, our family, and just talk to them, have conversations, and 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 let them know that they can be forgiven by the God that they already know exists. And I, I had, a, I don't know, if you, you know this, right? I, I had a chance to go and do that publicly. And you were? I did that over the uh, over the on Saturday. I went with with a guy. His name's Andrew Rappaport, and he has a ministry, Striving for Eternity. And you can find his website at strivingforeternity.org, and he has a podcast on there as well, um, Striving uh, Rap the Rap Report. I believe that's on that website. Let me see. Terrible job at, at promoting this guy because I don't have it offhand. But uh, but the thing about technology is I can look it up. <laughs> and I actually listened to his podcast today. One of them, he's, he does a like a two minute like Bible review where he talks about a a, a book of the Bible. So let's see. Uh, Andrew Rappaport's Rap Report. So you can find that on iTunes. So he he has like the the mini version where it's the two minute version, and then uh, he does like interviews with people as well. And his latest episode, uh, he interviews Vir- Virgil Walker from the Just Thinking podcast on the Bar Network. And I'm looking. For, I didn't hear it yet, but I'm looking forward to listening to that one tomorrow as well. And yeah, so his other one is the Rap Report Daily, and that's the one with the the short two minute clips. But anyway, I reached out to him because I, I reached out to this other ministry, uh, Support Fan Outreach, and they told me to contact Andrew because he lives in New Jersey. He actually lives in Jackson. Are you familiar with Jackson, 
Real? Yeah. Why? Why do we know Jackson? Yeah, we lived there. <laughs> yeah, we used to live in Jackson. So he he lives, he lives by uh, I forget where he said, but anyway, I know the area. And so I met up with him. We went into the city and we went to Union Square, and you know, Rue, I don't know if you know this, but I I've felt called to preach the gospel in the open air for a while, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You knew that, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I, but I haven't had the courage to do it or th- I didn't know anybody locally who's done it before. Cause I want to be trained and, you know, our, our pastor has, has, you know, uh, given his support to me to be able to go and do that. But nobody around here that I knew was doing that. So I reached out to Andrew and, you know, he blessed me with inviting me along and there was like four other guys that were preaching there in the open air and they asked me if I wanted to and I was like nervous because I didn't know what to say I never did it before I just thought I was going to observe and uh so the one preacher said told me just to to give my testimony so I did some of that and then I also just you know shared the saving message of Jesus Christ because when you when you give your testimony that's good you know that you give a personal story um, but that's not ultimately what's going to save anybody. It's the gospel. So you have to make sure you get to the gospel of Jesus. You have to tell his story because his story, his message is what saves, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to save any, my life's not going to save anybody. It's Jesus who saves. He is the gospel. So I, I got to do that. That's pretty cool. I hope I get to do it again. But like you said, you, and you're so smart. We, we need to tell people about Jesus and we can't do that if we're not going. We have to go. And I'm going to just share this this verse from the Bible. Can I read some Bible? Just yeah. a little bit. All right. I'm going to read. Uh, I had it pulled up. Then it disappeared. There it is. I'm going to read from Romans 10. Well, you have you have Romans 1 memorized already, right? <laughs> uh, till, till 30. To Not, verse 30? Well, uh, well, I don't have memorized. I just have to read it every day. Okay. But. Romans, it's a good book. I know, like, like from 1 to 29. So I'm going to read from uh, Romans 10, verse 13 to verse 15. And the word says, For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So we have to go and preach, and they have to be sent. And uh, so if you're thinking about doing open-air preaching, always consult with your pastor and your elders and your leadership to see if you're qualified to do it. Uh, you don't want to just go and do it and, and be a rogue. I, you might be you feel called to, but make sure that calling is confirmed. And then hopefully that church will send you out and give you a vote of confidence and support. And then if there's nobody in your area that's doing it, find there's, there's always local people you can contact somewhere. Sports Fan Outreach uh, is, is a great organization. To get involved, what they do is they go to local sporting events, um, and they just preach the gospel because there's a lot of people walking by 
at, at major sporting events. They were just at uh, the Super Bowl, and that's why I saw a lot of their videos on uh, Facebook being sh shared of them preaching live, and they were engaging in conversations. They do it in a very loving manner, in a biblical manner, because there are preachers out there that go out to the streets and they, they preach not a biblical gospel. And that's why a lot of uh, street preaching and open-air preaching and evangelism in that way gets a bad name because there's people who do it who aren't qualified, who aren't consulting with their pastor, and they just should not be doing it. But the preaching needs to be done. People need to hear the gospel. And not everybody's going to come to your church and hear the gospel preached at your church. So we have to go out to them. And... Uh, just trust God. I mean, that's, that's really, you know, I think a lot of times nowadays with the church, we're trying all these gimmicks and techniques to try to draw people into our church. And it's just not, it's just not biblical. So what, what is biblical is we see, we see through the book of Acts that people are going out preaching. Paul's going out preaching. They're, they're missionaries. And they're also, again, sent by their local churches. And the mission is to plant local churches. And uh, the same way we can do that with, with open-air evangelism, we go out, we preach the message, but we also know in the area there was, a, there was a, some evangelists there from the local New York City area that would uh, hand out cards from their church and tracks from their church, so it's not like they were going out, we're just preaching and not giving them a, a church to go to. So there's always resources in local churches to put these people in. Uh, so people here have access to the gospel, and this is just another access is, is for the open-air preacher to go out and preach the Word of God, because it has to be done, because the, the Word must go out, and we know God is sovereign, and His Word does not come back void. It will either convict to where the, the, the sinner is hardened or to where the sinner is softened, and the Word of God is implanted in them to create them to be born again by the Spirit of God. And that's why we go. So, uh, yeah, so the other research, Sports Fan Outreach, and their website is sfoi.org. So check out if you are interested in open, doing open air or any evangelism, handing out tracks at local sporting events. Yeah, it's just, to, you know, go to where people are. Go fishing. You know, Jesus says, I will make you fishers of men. And that illustration is not you know, rod and reel fishing. It's casting out a net. So when you have a big crowd of people, there's a big crowd of fish, cast that net of the gospel, and God will sort out the fish. As as Rue is dancing around off microphone. It's it's a radio. It's a podcast. They can't see you on <laughs> I know. dancing. It doesn't work that way. Unless we start doing video as well, but... I don't think we will. So, Rudy, do you have anything else to add to that spiel? This might be a small little little show this week. Not really. Not really. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Karen wasn't feeling well today, so she couldn't do the, the show. And I know that you'd rather hear her than me. You'd probably rather hear her and Ruth than me, but... You're stuck with me today because I don't know the sign off that she usually uses. So, Dad, what did you say, Roman or Genesis? Romans.
Oh, then I only got to 10. <laughs> Romans verse 10, 1 to 10? Yes, memorize. I thought. But you know, Genesis, you've read Genesis verses chapter 1, 1 to 30. Well, I've read 29. To 29? But I haven't read 30 yet. And oh, I did read 30 this earlier. Or is that 29? I read 29. Do you have any verses memorized? Uh. Well, Romans I do, but. You want to say it? No. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite verse? In what? In the Bible. Uh, John 3.16. What's that? John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only son forever. Who, for whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. <laughs> that was like the first that, verse I've ever well, learned. Well, that's one of the best ones to, to know. Is that you can share that with people. There's a gospel right there. God gave his son. So that all who are believing in him, all the believing ones will not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Mm-hmm. And that's what we go and tell people. We tell people to believe on the son. Be saved. Flee from the wrath to come. Flee from hell. Come to Christ. Turn to Christ and live. And it's a simple message, right? It's, so, it's simple. Mm-hmm. And that's... And we, everybody tries to complicate it with all these other things. It's but simple. But it's hard to believe. Because we want to do things to be saved. We want to save ourselves. So people will make false religions. All false religions have that in common. That they want to do things. They add to the gospel. They add to faith alone. They add their own works because that's just what man does. We distort the truth. And that's why it takes a supernatural work of God in our hearts to just believe. Just believe on the Son and you will be saved. I also know. What else do you know? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's a good one to know, too. That's like all I know from that. But I read it every day. That's awesome. I've been reading from the beginning. So, <clears throat> I've got that Genesis 2.29, so. In the beginning. It starts with in the beginning, yes. Mm-hmm. God created. Oh, yeah, we're almost through the whole family Bible. The whole family Bible? Nice. That's where we All the have devotionals. a story every day. Yes. The earth was without form and void, mm-hmm. and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Uh-huh. And God said... Let there be light. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, what are you waiting for? Oh, yeah. Right. Let there be light. <laughs> And there was light. Mm-hmm. And, the light. <laughs> yep, he turned the lights on. And God saw that the light was good. And he, God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning. The, next day. the first day. The first day. Nice. 
Well, I enjoyed our time together. <laughs> Any last words you want to tell the listening audience? Uh. Let me think for a second. Any encouragement you want to give them? Follow Jesus. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Follow Jesus. I can't say it any better than that, folks. So if you haven't followed Jesus, follow him. Turn from sin. Trust in the Son. Believe on the Son. And read the Bible. Read the Bible. Try to Look. read it every day. <laughs> Look at you! You're on fire. <laughs> why would why do we why would we want to read the Bible every day? Because then we can learn about God every day. Yes, we learn about Him. That's where He speaks to us. That's where where it encourages us. Where we're transformed by the the Word. Yeah, I can't I can't even say anything better than you said it. I'm not even gonna try anymore. If we learn new things every day. I learn new things about God every day. Learn your things about God every day? Mm-hmm, like oh, learn three things, have you said? I said learn new things oh, about God every learn day. Learn new things about God. Awesome, because the, the Bible, the Word of God, is living and active. So when you want to learn about God, you go to the Word, and you will see things that you haven't seen before. It's like learning who a person is, right? It's like learning... For me to learn who you are, you know, I learned something new about you. Yeah, I'm, even though I've known you since birth, there's new things I learn. You know, you show me new things, new talents, new pictures. You're lifting your leg over your head. I don't know how you do that. Like, do you have any muscle in there? It's all stretchy. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, anyway, great. By the way, as we record this, Karen is in the room, but she's just not. <laughs> she's silent today. Silent with the baby. Yeah, she's taking care of the baby. So, uh, what's the sign off usually? Man, I can't remember. <laughs> Bye. All right. <laughs> Ru, Ru, you do it. That's the words. In the meantime. We pray that you seek the kingdom of God and continue to learn what we are even doing here. And also check us out on Facebook, follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud and Instagram and Twitter. What we are even doing here.com is the website. Grace and peace.